Against the Lots, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with spaghetti and meatballs, fiddling with the knob. Babyface Joel Solomon coming to you via Hawaii. Yes, still producing this mess. And joining me as always, my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren the Parlor Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? We are recording this on a Tuesday afternoon. We're going to give you our Thanksgiving games, the sides, the totals, the props, the first touchdown, which, by the way, we have been magnificent. Another another winner. Good job by you, Harry, with Godwin. Only paid six to one, but goes to show you, if you just bet every one of our first touchdown picks, you are up what now, Brother Bride? 60, uh, 72, 70, 73? 70, 73. 73 units. I don't even know what a unit is, but it's good. (laughs) I mean, one is good. If you're up one, you make a uh, profit. We're up 73. So, Harry, nice job. You you stole Godwin from me, really, by like 10 (laughs) seconds, because I insist that we have different picks. But congratulations. I don't know how you knew. Well, you know, I I know you liked Evans a little bit, too, and you took Evans. And it was was a toss-up between either one. And Mm. I just went with Godwin just because I thought, you know, honestly – Thought the line was a little low, so uh, I thought it was a little phony, but uh, so that's why I took Godwin over Evans. There you go. No one cares why. Just you got it, and it's a winner. Tampa Bay, a winner. Big winner over the Giants, which is good enough to get rid of Jason Garrett. I mean, a few minutes ago, it was reported that Jason Garrett, offensive coordinator, let go. The clapper. Everybody, Sal, you shouldn't be clapping about that. I mean, it's fun, right? Isn't yeah. it fun watching this? It is. I just well. I feel like if he's not on um if he's on another team, he's not on mine. So I get right. I get worried yeah. that he can come back to Dallas. That's the, the only thing. The, the ultimate slap in the face is finally over by Dallas. Dallas wins that but parlay kid, Sal. You guys win that one. You guys won that one from the beginning of the hire. Uh, and now the slap in the face is over. I and guess, move except on. for the we'll Giants. The Giants were smarter to get rid of him in just 26 games where we held on to him for, um, oh. like, what, like two decades? Good point. Good point. Like yeah. yeah, that's why, Sal, I mean, today really is Tony Romo Appreciation Day because oh. everybody here, including Harry, should know what Romo did under that coach and how mm-hmm. good he was in spite of his coach, which, Sal, you and I are on record of constantly talking about that. Um, and you know, so it's t- yeah. to me, it's Tony Romo appreciation day today. Uh, I like because, that. I think every day should be, but yeah, well, it we is start I mean, today. for me. Yeah. It is. But, uh, especially because people have to realize how darn good that guy was <laughs> because he, and how think about it. Bad think this of, other guy was Jason you know, Garrett. I don't know. Right. I'm with you. Right. Romo say, look, if it wasn't for Romo, Garrett would have probably been out of a job 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. He kept it going. So maybe, I don't know, maybe maybe we look down on Romo then for sure. Uh, I don't know how you look at it. But uh, anyway, he's gone. And turns out, Brother Bri, when there's a meme going around with three receivers running into each other 10 yards down the field, <laughs> you have no choice but to fire the offensive coordinator. That's I what know. happened to the Giants. That I mean, they gr- were disgusting that yesterday. Was, that was great. That was the main thing, right? Orlovsky put that out there and then yeah. uh, fired not too long. I mean, I, I mean that's... Usually you see maybe two receivers running into each other. The fact you had literally three receivers. Three is a lot. Colliding not, with each not, other. That's really Not bad. a Hail Mary either. <laughs> about eight yards down the field. Not that much going on. Uh, so anyway, you could make money betting our first t- touchdown picks. We'll have three of, you, of them for you in the uh, for the Thursday games coming up. You could also make money or at least win prizes at our Extra Points Arcade. That's extrapoints.com. 
slash arcade. Lots of free to play games. Lots of prize. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what the prize is. It's a golden hat. And our winners from week 11, the college pick them, Scott Perkins, 14, right? Good job wow. by you. Oh, nice. The NFL pick them, Dylan Shorey, 13, right? Harry, hmm. second with 12. Oh, oh. Harry. Harry, so close to getting the golden hat right there. Just one uh. behind Dylan Shorey. And that's going to be an even more bitter pill to swallow when I tell you that the NFL prop quiz was one with eight out of 10 correct by the Parlay Kid. Congratulations, Whoa. Parlay Kid. Yes. You get a gold hat. Uh, nice. <laughs> you and I have gold hats. I think Damashek has yes. one from Heck something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Gold hat, Harry. Yes. You know something about something, Parlay Kid. <laughs> An eight out of ten. Eight out of ten is great. Those questions nice are job. hard. Nice Who's job. Who's going to be the leading receiver? Who's going to more overs Damn. or under? That's tough. Not easy. Yeah. Anyway, Damn. these are up. Wow. These these uh, these uh, week twelve is up live. We're going to have you have until Saturday to do the college games. We're not counting the Cincinnati game, and you'll have until Sunday to do the pro. We're going to not count the Thursday so that we can get uh, as many many of you to uh, participate. And compete for this golden hat, Harry. When do you think you'll ever win one? We got to get well, you one, Bri. It'll I be fun. Got to get one sometime. sometime. Well, I'll wear it. I don't know if Harry will wear it though. Yeah, Harry's I'll not wear a big, it. Harry's not a big hat guy. No, no, you're not a hat guy, right? <laughs> Unless I'm in the hot tub wearing my my cap, right, Bri? Yeah, it's about and it. Then, that's really that, that's really about it. He's a hat tub guy. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> babyface, what do you think? You think Harry will ever get a golden hat? I don't think it's in the cards. Well, do we have a size that fits him? I, I don't know. <laughs> I know. It's, it's going to start with a sombrero. All right. So anyway, let's get to these Thursday games. Chicago, three and a half point favorite. God, <laughs> these games are so bad. The Bears, three and a half, 41 and a half at Detroit. Winless Detroit. These two teams are three, 16 and one. And the best is Matt Nagy. I think I read that right, brother. Brian. He was told he'll be fired after the Thursday game. How can that be right, though? I mean, it's that's what it said. But how can yeah. that be right? If you're going to fire him, how can you possibly fire a guy after no, the game? Can't. You have you have to fire him before. What, what, what kind of yeah. shit is that? Who wants to play? Like I don't know. He wouldn't care. The team wouldn't care if that. I don't. I don't get it. it makes no of sense. Of course, he wouldn't care. You can have dinner. You can have Thanksgiving dinner with your family, or you can <laughs> go and and only risk downside humiliation by the Detroit Lions, who are winless. Um, what would you rather do? I don't know. If I'm going, first of all. Is he replaced by Jason Garrett? Did they just ship him right to Chicago? Is this uh, what happens? I don't know what it's going to be. No, they'll just have an interim in there. But uh, if I'm told I'm fired and I have one more game against Detroit, I'm going out swinging. I'm wearing like a, that banana hammock that, um, <laughs> that right? Like Borat War. I'm, I'm forcing Andy Dalton to, to punt on first down. I'm going to have a lot of fun with this. People forget. He'll be coaching the Panthers in five years or some shit, right? He's going to get a job. Who are we kidding here? But as uh, far as the game goes, like I said, two teams combined three, 16 and one Andy Dalton against Tim Boyle. This is like the creamed onion casserole of Thanksgiving games. And you know what? I'm not going to miss a play. They could play with no quarterbacks. They could snap it to the punter all day and I'm in for three hours. That's what's sick about me. Parley kid. We're, we're such junkies. Bears beat the uh, Lions 24, 14 in week four. I think Tim Boyle has a few problems against his front seven, even without Khalil Mack. It's Roquan Smith. It's Robert Quinn. Um, you know, but I like this team. I like the Lions. I'm taking them. I'm taking them. They did give up 117 to Elijah Mitchell. The Bears did. And DeAndre Swift might be the best player on the field. 116 scrimmage yards over the last four. 
The Lions defense has played well. They could have pulled it out last week against the Browns at fewer than 250 yards passing in three straight games. They held Pittsburgh and Cleveland to 16 or less. Boring, boring game, which I watch every play, won by a Cairo Santos field goal. I'm going to say 21-20. Bears win, but don't cover. Uh, Harry, give us your take. Yeah, you know what, Sal? I know you like the Lions here. I'm, I'm going to take the Lions here as well, but I'm going to take them at plus 146. They were plus 162 yesterday mm. on FanDuel, but plus 146 on the money line. Was a spite bet for me. Another spite bet. That's uh, good at. I'm good at boys. So I'm gonna take a spite you bet that, here. You won that one, but I feel like you've been doing it your whole life and you've lost. Like that might have been your well, first listen, one. Spite bet yeah. versus the Bears because spite they screwed bet. me out of a thousand bucks because I would have I would have cleaned up if they would have won that game against Baltimore. Um, yeah, and Chicago. By the way, also lost five in a row and they've looked awful. And by the way, part of like it also, you wanted to make comment in that Steeler game against the Bears when. Uh, Fields had a great second half, his best se- half of the season. Nothing good since. So give me and he and he, and he's and he's toast probably for the season. It's probably be smart too. I'm taking the line spite bet here against the Bears plus one forty six money line Detroit. Imagine your spite bet like you take this Bears. I'm betting the winless Lions. Eat that. <laughs> like that that's some spite. Right. I mean, I'm taking Lions, too, Lions have, by line. the way, Lions have covered three of the last four though. I know. I know. I think I mentioned something like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're good. They've been tough. Uh, Parley kid, you're with the Lions, too. I feel like um, this is the easy pick. And like Andy Dalton has experience and everything else. And Tim Boyle didn't do anything last week, but we're all going oh. to Lions. Well, I think you have to uh, respect the fact that the Lions do seem to play hard on a mm-hmm. weekly basis. Right. Um, at least I'm not sure what kind of uh, coach Campbell is. Uh, in terms of his X's and O's, but I think he can get his guys to play hard uh, as witnessed by uh, a tie on the uh-huh. road against uh, Pittsburgh. And really uh, in the, in that game, the whole way against Cleveland, even after I think falling behind, was it uh, at least been double digits possibly in that Cleveland game and still battling him back and have a chance to win it at the end. So I think that's something to be said for this Lions team. Like you said, they might have, the best offensive player on the field and yeah. Swift here. I mean, you can make a case for Montgomery, I guess too. So, but uh, they do battle and I do you at some point you think they're due for a win uh, as Harry's saying, just for the fact, if you look at the last two weeks, they're, they're inching closer and closer. The bears, we don't know really who their quarterback is going to be. I, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be Andy Dalton. Yeah, I Which, think they said. I think it's official. We're doing this Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, I I think so. I think. So. I I don't really think that hurts the Bears really for the way their offense is. Dalton mm-hmm. did a, a a pretty nice job uh, the other day coming off uh, the bench for Fields. Yeah. But either way, I think that Detroit on a uh, rather ordinary. Uh, this is a, you know, like you said, so this is a bland football game. That's it's probably a good way to, you could kind of. Do your thing, come back to the game, do whatever you need to do um, while keeping one eye on the game this whole time. If you have money on it, that's what we're all going to have. So yeah, let's, go the Lions. let's go I'm with the Lions here to get with the three and a half. I think they battle and they keep this game close. Chicago just doesn't have enough firepower all to right. put them away. Uh, Brother Bryce probably doing the smart thing, probably figuring a lot of long drives that result in nothing. You're going under the total 41. And a half. Yeah, I'm going under the 41 and a half, even though the lines are six and four against the spread. Um, it's hard just backing them. I mean, they 
Offensively, they are awful. I mean, if you yeah. saw if you saw Boyle last week, seventy seven yards passing on twenty three attempts and the two interceptions, likely like <laughs> likely starting again. And JB even twelve, with, <laughs> even with I know it's yeah, what are the odds of that though? But yep. even with golf, the Lions have not scored more than nineteen points in the last nine games. So I think you know you mentioned that first game was twenty four fourteen. I think it's probably comparable. And even with the defensive in- injuries on the Bears side, I, I think they're going to be able to limit the, the Lions here. And, and to your point earlier, the Lions have actually played pretty well defensively. So, yeah, I think this is going to be one of those games. I think we're texting each other during the game. You know, we're going to be getting texts from Alex saying this is the worst game of all time. This is so yeah, boring. For sure. it's so yeah, bad, yeah. so boring. But Hopefully I, he oversleeps. <laughs> it is funny. You brought up a good point about the Dalton uh, punting on first down. That reminds me of our former coach uh, Scudder who used to anything more than like third and eight, he would do a quick kick. Is uh, that back, right? Back in the day in like the eighties, <laughs> nineties or late. What, what was that? Late eighties, <laughs> early nineties. If it was more than like third and 10, he would always like quick kick. And he thought he was a genius from it. So I mean, it that's like, not a good way. There are high school coaches who get praised and get articles written about him for never punting. And then our guy, uh, God bless him. Scuds would punt on third down. All right. Yeah. So good. <laughs> that sounds about right. Hey, Brian, I thought about you. I read Peter King's column Monday and he was writing who got the, it seemed like he was going to say that he evaluated the Raiders um, bears trade, the Khalil Mack trade. And it seemed like it was going to be like, uh, he's going to go after him and say, Oh, the Raiders actually got the better end of this deal. I was like, Oh, finally the article I've been waiting to read. And uh, it didn't. It basically <laughs> concluded that nobody, nobody the, won, right? Well, the Raiders f- for sure could have. Like it, it, it was almost. It's incredible that they screwed it up, right? Yeah, like they, yeah. the, the, based on like Khalil Matt, whatever he, he he put up nice numbers and everything. Now he's out, but um, they really should have. They really should have. And I guess they got Jacobs from it, right? And yeah, Edwards, is that basically what they have of it? But every other pick was oh, just a disaster. So yeah. I mean, well, that's the thing. Their first round picks have just been all disaster. I mean. They've yeah. all been disasters for the most part. I'm so bad. Oh, God. Hey, you know what? You can turn around a disaster. Go to FanDuel Sportsbook. Enjoy a football feast this Thanksgiving <laughs> Day by winning $150 on a $5 bet. New customers, this is your chance to gobble up 30 to 1 odds. Just place your first bet on any NFL team to win Thanksgiving. Okay, guys. If you, I mean, we're going to go over the other two games. If you could get 30 to 1 on any team just to win, we'd, we'd go Cowboys, right? Cowboys across the board, right? Bears, Lions. Yeah, I think you'd have to. I yeah, would. yeah. Harry, you know you would. Stop it. Yeah, I guess. FanDuel, sports betting made simple. Always hooking you up with great offers. Number one rated sportsbook app in America. It's easy to use, safe and secure. And when you win, you get paid in as little as two hours. Sign up with promo code against all odds to get in mm-hmm. on the action. Celebrate Thanksgiving by winning $150 on a $5 bet on the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, remember to use promo code against the odds. When you sign up exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. All right, let's, uh, oh, we're not at that game yet because we have to do our first touchdown. We can't leave everybody in the dark here. Um, DeAndre Swift, I mean, I, I talked him up. I said he's the best player on the field. He's plus 650 at a 57-yard touchdown last week. He had 33 attempts two weeks ago. Not so many last week, but he had the big touchdown. He had a game with 96 receiving yards. He's really having an underrated season i think when people were just about to write him off he has four touchdowns on the year which for the lions i mean you might as well just send them to canton right now four touchdowns on that team i think plus 650 is still good value for a team that's a slight underdog with like i said the best player deandre swift plus 650 all right harry you're coming off the big win 
What do you like? Yeah, by the way, Swift also had the first touchdown against the Rams, of all people. He had the first touchdown in that one, so mm-hmm. he's had one this year. Uh, I'm going to go, uh, you know what? I'm going to go Detroit Lions wide receiver Khalif Raymond uh, at 14-1. to one. Look, guy only has two touchdowns this season. Just happens to have both of them against the Bears. So give me uh, Khalif Raymond at 14-1. to one. Take a little shot here. It's 14 now? It went up? Yeah, it was, thir- it was 13. Now it's up to 14. Wow. All right. Parla Kid, what's your pick? First touchdown. Yeah, the, uh, my first touchdown pick. So I'm going to go with a guy uh, who scored a, a big one uh, the other day late in the game, hooking up with Dalton and Marquise Goodwin, uh, who over the last three games, he's uh, he was 10 to 1. Um, well, that might have changed too, Sal. Uh, he's got, a, he's got, a, I'm seeing him at plus I'm looking 950. At, yeah, plus 950. Yeah. But it's, right. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to say plus 950. It looks like it just changed. Uh, Godwin has caught uh, three long passes in each of the last three games. He's a home run threat. Uh, maybe he feels a little bit more comfortable with Dalton at quarterback uh, being that uh, he ended the last game in, in a fine fashion, looking for him to maybe step up on, the fast turf uh, being that he is the downfield threat early in the game. Let's go Marquise Goodwin at plus 950. All right. I didn't get to see David Montgomery uh, too much of him against the Ravens, but what do you have? 14 for 50. He's a, a big favorite for someone who's just getting back to action here at plus 360 to uh, score the first touchdown. Brother Bry, we like tight ends in this uh, spot. Yeah, I'm going to go with Hawkinson here at 9-1. to one. He leads the Detroit in targets. Uh, if you, last week, he was really the only one Boyle could complete a pass to. And, you know, tight ends and running backs really are the easiest for backup QBs to complete passes to. So last year he had a big game on Thanksgiving. I think he could have a pretty good game here, too. So at 9-1, to one, uh, I like him. All right, let's hear the Better Edge music. You get the edge. That thing's definitely winning a Grammy. Dallas minus seven and a half, 50 and a half. It went up to seven and a half against the Las Vegas Raiders. My better edge goes to the Cowboys. Raiders offense has packed it in. They averaged 14 points over the last three weeks, and they're right around that number too. 13, 16 right there. Dak, 15 and six against the spread as a favorite of six or more points in his career. It's going to be tough to score with a gimpy Zeke and no CD and no Cooper probably, but... The Raiders defense has not been good. 77% red zone scores allowed. I like a 31-16 final. Parley kid, you with me? Let's do it. Seven and a half. With this, Sal, my better edge goes to the Cowboys as well. Dak rebounds from an off game last week, or just actually not even last week, just a few short days ago. And the ever-improving Dallas defense stifles this Raider offense and makes life miserable. For Mr. Carr there at quarterback. The defense gets it done. The offense does enough. Tyron Smith is back. That's a big help for the Cowboys. Cowboys cover this spread, Sal. 28-17. All right, Brother Bry, you're a homer here. I know you like the seven and a half. I'm a homer here. Yeah, I'm taking the Raiders. My better edge goes to the Raiders uh, plus seven and a half. Uh, I said before this Raiders team is done. I I do mean it. Uh, Mentally, I think Carr has checked out. (laughs) But I do think, I know you're saying the Raiders have been bad defensively in the red zone, but they have been good uh, in general. I've been impressed with them all year long, and usually, typically, that's that's our downfall. Um, 
but it's it's possible they collapse um, because you know it's possible the defense collapses because offensively they just haven't put them in great spots. But you know, weird things happen in these Thanksgiving Cowboy games. The yeah, Raiders. The one thing is, the Raiders will be fired up for this one. You know, I do think you know this is probably the one last game they could they could get up for. Carr will make some plays downfield against the Cowboys, and with the Cowboys missing pieces. Um, in this game offensively, I do think the Raiders should limit them a little bit. So I, I know Smith coming back is going to be um, is big for them. But anyway, I think this I think it's close. I think it's uh, like 23, uh, 27, 23, 24, 20 type of game. I, I kind of like the under on this side here. All right, Harry, you don't like that score. What are you going with? No, no, I like I think Dallas. Uh, I like Dallas here. I like the over 30 points for them. The score oh, in this no. game too. I think they bounce back in a big way offensively. Yeah, in five games at home, um, <laughs> at the Cowboys have scored thirty-six or more in four of them. Bry, your Raiders wilting again in the second half of the season. They've given up seventy-three points in the last two weeks. Dallas and Dallas scoring over thirty points here. I think, like I said, over thirty-six and four of the last five. Dallas. 41 Raiders 20. This is tricky now, Parley kid. What do we do? We bet Dallas minus seven and a half, but under 29, 30 points total for the team. Uh, I'm confused. No. <laughs> I'm going to have to call my accountant. All right. That's our better edge pick right there. You get the edge. Yes, the edge is brought to you by Better Edge, bringing the edge back to the betters with no fee sports betting at betteredge.com. You, not the books, at the price of betting lines so you can make bank with no VIG or sports book fees. Better Edge is available in 45 states for real money sports betting positions. This week, Better Edge is bringing back the free pick'em contest with Against the Odds. The winner receives a free copy of Madden 22. Enter for week seven at bettoredge.com slash AAO. Create an account and use code AAO for $10 on your first order. Play the game without getting played at betteredge.com. Yeah, Brian, I was surprised because I looked and I thought the Raiders defense was playing well. And maybe they have over the last month, but overall, 25th points per game. They allow 26. Yeah, well, 29th the way- rushing yards per game. They allow 132. Yeah. Which is not great. And then I mean, that red lot, zone stat I, I mentioned. Yeah. I mean, I do think a lot of that's the last few weeks. And, you know, like I said, the, the yeah. Raiders have had some bad turnovers the last three or four weeks here. That's put them in a bad spot. But overall, I I will say it seemed, I mean, for as bad as those stats sound, I think that's been the one bright spot on overall for the season for them. Right. Yeah. Not too many bright spots for sure. All right. First touchdown. Let's do it here. Zeke is favored at five to one. Gallup plus 650. And then Schultz. Plus 750. You got four Cowboys, Pollard's after Schultz. And then you have Jacobs. He's the first one, uh, first Raider at plus 950. I'm going way down the chart here. Dak Prescott, 24 to 1. He had one versus Atlanta. Was that a couple weeks ago? I still think he's due on a big stage. I'm screaming. You know how it is, Parley Kid. I'm screaming for him every week to, to throw in a designed run. And I think I'm going to get it. I think I'm going to get it early. It's hard to believe. Without little as he runs nowadays, like maybe two carries, zero yeah. last week. Hard to believe he had nine carries versus the Eagles. Isn't that weird? That seemed like so long ago. Is that even this year? But I just have a gut feeling that he punches it in. Not much to back it up. Maybe a pass interference. Gallup's held in the end zone. Dak calls his own number. 7-3, 4-51 left. First quarter. Dak Prescott, 24-1. to Brother uh, brother Bry, what do you think? 
Yeah, I'm going with uh, Dalton Schultz at plus 750. I think that actually just came down to 750. But, you know, the Raiders have been pretty good against wide receivers for most of the year. I think they've limited them from like a fantasy-wise. But, you know, when watching that game against the Chiefs, you know, it's still obvious like tight ends can beat them. Um, They struggled. They've struggled against them for the for forever, it seems like. Um, So I'm I'm looking at Schultz, you know, who, who Dak loves to target, especially with all these weapons out. Um, I could see him him having a big game. And if there are props up, I'd probably look at, you know, receptions, receptions over a yards over for Schultz as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Paulie kid, you're going chalk here. I think. Yeah, I'm going chalk here. So with Zeke Elliott, I think Dallas, uh, especially if lamb is not playing, uh, they're missing most likely Cooper as well. I think they take to the ground here a little bit more than they have recently. Uh, Zeke does have eight total touchdowns on the year seven of the rushing variety. I think they look to pound him early and often establish the run game. I think Zeke gets a short one uh, and we'll call this, you know, plus 500. It's not dynamite, but not bad for a guy who's, uh, you know, got uh, eight on the year so far. So, so let's ride with Zeke. He got himself back in that game against Kansas city. I was worried there a little bit. We're going to miss a couple of weeks, but, um, yeah. Uh, first of all, Bry Schultz uh, receiving yards. What do you think it is? Don't look. Uh, it's probably low fifties. Yeah, good call. Fifty-one and a half. So they don't I have use... receptions yet. Uh, all right, Harry. Go ahead. You have to. You have to take the Raiders. You think the Cowboys are going to blow them out? But Jacob scores first. I do. I think. I, I think he does at plus nine fifty. Leads the Raiders um, with five touchdowns this year and three of the last five Dallas games. The first touchdown was scored uh, by a rushing touchdown against Dallas. So maybe Jacobs gets a touchdown right off the bat. Raiders lead 7 nothing, and then Dak goes to work against the putrid Raiders defensively. <laughs> Screw you. We don't need any heartache, right? I'm going to have indigestion right. anyway. Let's just get let's just get a big lead and that's it, right? Parlay kid, enough of this nonsense. 100%. All right. The night game, Buffalo, boy, this shot up. Was it 4? Four? 4 and a half. Now it's 5 and a half. Oh. 46 oh, wow. at New Orleans. I think I checked it like a half hour ago. I, want, I wonder uh, if there was like, I wonder if there was news on Kamara, Kamara or something. Out, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, probably. But you know what? I don't, <laughs> I don't care. I'm going, I'm going saints. I'm taking the points. There's not a lot to love about this bills team. Mm. I mean, you know, the preseason bills. Sure. I like this line. That's fine. But yep. Josh Allen's regressing nine passing touchdowns, seven giveaways last five games versus 12 and 12 to three. In the first five, they struggle to score. They can't run the ball against a Saints team who was number one against the rush before the Eagles came to town, the best running team in football for some reason. Uh, Saints eight and two against the spread in the last 10 as a home underdog. Kamara or not, I think Sean Payton has his team prepared. Everything's a must win now for the Saints. And I don't know, asking them to cover, not a big deal here. Who that 24? Bills 19. Yes, five is a number. But the Saints win. What do you think, Parley kid? I agree with you here, Sal. Um, the Saints, look, they are uh, lost a couple in a row here. Peyton's an excellent coach. Uh, Primetime game here on Thanksgiving night. The Bills have struggled. I definitely think Peyton finds some type of way to really stay in this game the whole way. I wouldn't even be surprised if we see a Saints victory here, Sal. Mm-hmm. But I will be taking these points. As you said, Allen has regressed. There is no running game to speak of. Uh, I think we'll, we might see. The only thing that worries me is Allen maybe taking off with his legs, kind of the way Hurts did uh, yeah. to hurt uh, the, the Saints. Um, 
this uh, just a few days, short days ago. Mm-hmm. But that being said, this Bills team, they just don't look right right now. Short week, having to travel to New Orleans. I just think the Saints will do enough to keep staying this game, if not even win this game, Sal. But let's take the points uh, with the Saints. All right, Harry, you're with us. I am, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Bills, look, their wins this year, very unimpressive. Two versus Miami versus the Jets and Washington. The one game they won uh, impressively was against Kansas City. Um, Trevor Simeon's been pretty good. Uh, uh, at least two touchdowns in three of the four games that he's played. He's got eight touchdowns, just two picks. A tough game last week, but they've had a couple, three, three tough losses in a row for the Saints. I think in a situation like here, uh, it would be great to have Kamara. I don't know what the situation is right now on them, but I, I'm taking the Saints here too. Can't back the Bills laying more than a laying more than a field goal considering the way they're playing right now. Yeah. All right, brother Brock, going against us. You think this is where they wake up? Going against you. Yeah. Isn't it weird? I, I saw a stat that the uh, the favorites I think since 2005 are 32 and 14 on Thanksgiving, yeah. and that includes the Cowboys who have been bad, right? Like, well, you know work, what I was thinking. It's good. As we were just discussing this, I'm like, there's always a blowout game, right? So yeah. maybe we take as many minus nine and a half. Yeah. As we oh can yeah, find. you might be right. Yeah. yeah. Those yeah. those those night games are typically somewhat right. ba- bad too. But you know, I know both I know both teams are desperate here, but I just can't get behind the Saints, especially after the Bills get it, getting blown out. I mean, you know, to beat the Bills, it, it seems like you have to run the ball a lot. Kamara, we don't know if he's going to be playing. Mm-hmm. They're they're without a couple of their top linemen. Um, and even though Simeon's been serviceable, you know, the Bills are still good on the back end. That's the one thing. They still defend the pass pretty well. So I think they I, I'm going to say they bounce back big in this one. I, I can't I can't imagine it's going to be like this the whole season for the Bills. All right. It's going to be a fun one. Boy, the quarterbacks in these games. Remember <laughs> Simeon. I mean, the, the Cowboys Raiders is good, but you got you got the two. Bust in the first game. Doesn't it seem like? Really doesn't weird. it seem like we always get like a backup? It seems like we've gotten backup lines, quarterbacks, and like yeah. whoever the. It usually wow. seems like who yeah, David wow. Blau, who, yeah. the, who the Cowboys are playing on, like Washington was like right, right uh, back or something. Yeah, that's always something. Yes, yeah. for yep. sure. All right, first touchdown. Uh, I'm going quarterback again. I be I think between Taysom Hill and Dak, I'm going to get one here, guys. Taysom Hill, nineteen to one. Sign that gigantic inexplicable contract a couple days ago. Uh, he had three rushing touchdowns a month ago over like two games. He could also catch one. You know, he does everything. A little Swiss Army knife out there. Wentz had a couple interesting runs against the Bills. Tua had a rushing touchdown against them a few weeks ago. Like I said, I like Hill. I like Dak to rush one in. 19-1 to is a big, big number. Uh, Polly Kid, you're going with the two, right? Well, uh, so I'm going to leave that to you because we don't want to ha- we don't want to double up on that Taysom Hill. Pick. It's fine. I, it's all right. No, no, no. I, I I'm going I'm going to go opposite. Oh. I do love that pick, Sal. They got to get. They seem to you know I, I, they just gave the guy uh, what they redid his contract too. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I'm sure crazy. he's feeling. I I don't know what they they love this guy, but yet <laughs> they 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 got to they got to justify that contract. They got to start using him more. If they're going to give him this type of money, mm-hmm. um, and I guess depending on what position he plays, it's going to depend on what how much money he makes, whatever. But Sal, I like the Saints too, but I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills tight end Dawson Knox at no, fourteen fun. to one. At mm-hmm. fourteen to one, around I love these tight ends and these props. Uh, the big targets around the goal line. Knox, another tight end who can 
you know, he doesn't have to be on the goal line to score, but he hasn't been healthy. I think he's finally healthy. Allen, I think uh, Allen played his best ball when, when this kid was healthy. I think he looks for him early, but it's got that 14 one pretty good odds there. Mm. Stefan Diggs, by the way, is the favorite to score first here at seven. Right. Brian, maybe I have the wrong quarterback. Maybe we'll just take all quarterbacks, all like, six on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Josh yeah, Allen, well, plus 950. You like. It's kind of fun. A, yeah, the Taysom Hill one I always like. I mean, Taysom Hill, the score touchdown is usually pretty good. And Darren with the Knox one's pretty good. I think we mm. maybe gave that out. Somebody maybe gave that out that one other game. And I think he did catch the first one, but it was called back on a penalty. Right. right. Against, but yeah, but on I like that was, oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, the I, Titans, I had given Titans, him out right? before, oh. got called back. Mm-hmm. Let's yep. bounce back with it. Let's go, Knox. Come on. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Allen at plus 950. So, you know, if you watch, obviously, that Saints game last week, they struggled so much against the run with Hurts, right? He had three mm-hmm. rushing touchdowns. Saints have given up five rushing touchdowns to quarterbacks. And Allen has three on the season. So I get, I, I this is another one I would, I would probably look at Allen over rushing yards in this game and then also for the uh, yeah. for a first touchdown. All right. There you go. Harry, finish it off here. First touchdown. Well, I have Kamara at plus plus 750. Um, well, why are you doing that? We're going to have to change the graphic to like in an hour when. Well, I, <laughs> when not I, well I mean, I just we just know I just knew this. I just checked the score uh, the line an hour ago and it was four and a half. Now you're saying it's five and a half. So. I know, but do you um, notice he hasn't though, played like in three weeks? All right, go ahead, I know, but uh, yeah. okay. Well, I was going to take it. He was great in holidays. He had a touchdown on Halloween. He had six in Christmas last year. But let's uh, let's change <laughs> it up. Uh, hey, Kamara's great. He's just my probably know, not playing. Crazy. I don't know. But <laughs> I know. Tell no, so now let's go. Let's go with the uni- <laughs> Let's go with the. Let's go. Well, okay. Uh, University of Dayton tight end. Adam Troutman. How about that? I'll take that. He, he's out. For, he's out. Oh, Jesus. Out. I mean, uh, he's, come out. On. he's hurt. Well, he's out, Harry. You know what? You're staying with well, Kamara look. and, uh, and oh. we're going to make a, we're going to put your big uh, fat head by his face. I'll, I'll right, let somebody else take it right there. Listen, take, listen, why don't I just, why let, why don't I just let somebody else get it? Why don't I just let somebody else get it right instead of myself? All right, yeah, I'll, right. I'll, I'll okay. <laughs> you want to wait till I pick someone, then you take it and then we'll give you credit. I mean, you take either, either you pick it right or you take credit for someone right, else. Right, you know what? Then Doesn't how matter. about this? How about this? The Saints defense. I'll take it again. I took it earlier. No, uh, just pick one. You're going like six. Just stay with Kamara. You're right. Then the Saints defense. He's great on holidays. You're right. Seven touchdowns in the last two holidays. I know. He's good. He's go, go ahead. <laughs> Joel, what is that? He's great on holidays? Uh, well, I mean, you know, Hanukkah <laughs> is early this year, so that could count. Yeah, right, uh, right. But no, it's, I literally, I, I, I knew Harry would go defense after, and, and that is, you know, he did a ball check, and now we're going. So, I th- <laughs> so what's your official yeah, pick, Harry? Now. Well, I'm changing it to the Detroit, uh, to, to the uh, <laughs> New Orleans, de- New Orleans defense special team. New Orleans defense is out. Okay, no, we're going to go with that. All right, you get that. That's fine. Yeah, we got to hurry up. Let's take a quick break. Let's, let's regroup. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back to talk about the match. All right, Bryson DeChambeau, minus 116 against Brooks Kepka, plus 112. Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern. This is at the win. We're going to be pounding leftovers, watching two guys that don't like each other. Square off. Kepka, I think I think it's fair to say Kepka hates Bryson more, right? Um, we know their history. I wasn't sure what this was gonna be, uh, brother Bry. I think you feel the same way. It's like, oh, this is a great rivalry. We finally have a golf rivalry. Who would have ever thought? And now that it's like 
making Isaiah Stewart and LeBron go out to a day spa. But, you know, because they hugged at the Ryder Cup and then both guys said it was forced. Um, even this week, DeChambeau said it's disgusting the way Kepka has tried to knock me down. There's no need for it in the game. He just tried to knock me down every angle, every avenue, every way. Uh, I don't know. They're playing 12 holes. It said that they're playing 12 because DeChambeau wanted to play 24 and Kepka, Kepka wanted to play none. And so they settled on 12. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think Kepka just wants to be done with it. And right. uh yep, and I'm yeah. taking DeChambeau. He won with yes. Rodgers over Mickelson and Brady. You know, yeah. Bryson maybe just wants it more. Uh and you know, I'm rooting for Brooks, so I'll I'll take the emotional hedge and bet uh Bryson. You guys, how do you guys feel? I I really I, I hate this match. I hate the fact that they're playing this. I hate the fact that they kind of made up whether or not they did after whether or not this is show, mm-hmm. you know, before or after. I don't know. I hate that they're playing. You you want to see them matched up on a Sunday, right? Yeah. There's something on the line in the future where it's crazy. I don't know. You know, they had that they played this whole around the Ryder Cup. They played the whole stepbrothers angle, right? How they hated yeah. each other and then they loved each other. But I don't know. I just can't get uh, behind it in this game, this match, unless they Unless something happens where, you know, Kepka gets pissed off at Bryson where, yeah, where, where right. I'm enjoying They're not going to be talking shit for 12 holes, right? So, and I don't want to see him playing grab ass either. So, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. It's it's uh, Barkley and Mickelson are doing the, the commentary. I well, think, that, so. yeah, that could be, I mean, that that could be, I mean, it still could mm-hmm. be entertaining. It's just, I just right. hate the, the, the friendliness of this at this point. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, so yeah. that'll be fun to bet on. Um Hey, uh, oh, Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. We did have a letter from Kev Walton. He says, why is Sal and Parlay Kid Cowboys fans and Brian a Raiders fan when you are New York guys and root for New York teams for other sports? Is it because you don't want to side with Harry, who is such a mush that you can't do the same and set yourself up for a lifetime of failure? I hadn't thought about that theory. <laughs> well, might be a- mush, mush. Okay. I think we picked, our, pick, we picked our teams before we met Harry, I think. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll go with that. Yeah, we don't want to line ourselves with Harry the Mush. Yeah. Not, yeah, that, that's a couple <laughs> On fire, things. but I'm a mush. Okay. I'm on things. fire. Uh, He's got six, t- six, six choices for first touchdown in the Saints game. So uh, how yeah, can yeah. Mush? How's he going to lose? Yeah. <laughs> so I think to answer that question, I think um, so realistically, really answering that question, I think it was the time period we grew up in, right? So. Yeah. Right. Grew up in the seventies. You love, you know. I love Roger Staubach, Tony Dorsett, mm-hmm. phenomenal. Randy White, Too Tall Jones. I just yeah fell in love with the team then, and um, in the other sports, I just whatever. I gravitated to the New York sports teams. And anyway, the Giants and Jets play in Jersey. They're really a Jersey team. They're not a New York team. Right. Can we get over calling them a New York team? They are a Jersey team. I'm the same way. I might have gotten into them just a little later than you because I was a big Danny White guy. I mean, I was aware of Stallback and everything, and I remember the 78 Super Bowl. But, yeah, big big Danny White guy, big Cowboys. They were on, you know, they played against the Giants, so you'd see them on TV. There was the show Dallas where they'd show in the beginning. I've said this a million times. Just, yes. The cheerleaders. There was just so much yes, to yes. go for. Bri, you were a big Bo Jackson fan, right? Well, yeah. I mean, just so everybody knows, I mean, I, I when I was a little kid, I mean, Darren and I are 10 years apart, but I liked every team that part of the kid likes. So I actually <laughs> liked the Cowboys up until I was like five or six. It was really just whatever Darren liked, I liked because I'd watch yeah. the games with them. But then, yeah, I gravitated when I was like six years old, just to the uh, Bo Jackson side, and, uh, and uh, which is the worst choice I've 
ever right. made. <laughs> no, it's fine. Oh, it's about no. to come around. All right. Thanks, Kev Walton. <laughs> Cousin Sal against the lots at gmail.com. Want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Harry, you cleaned, uh, you washed the windows for girlfriend's parents who were on their way? Oh, good God. It was nonstop cleaning. I had to, you know, <laughs> a couple of days ago, just just cleaning like crazy when it didn't need to be done. But I did did my part. I did my share. So I thought you were uh, bragging yesterday about not having to lift the <laughs> finger. Now, what happened? I, I was. And then last night I had to lift <laughs> many fingers doing plenty of stuff and Whoa. barely even getting to watch it. It didn't matter. I guess the Giants got pummeled anyway, so it didn't really matter. All right. There you go. Sicoli <laughs> brothers. Hey, does anyone play football on Thanksgiving anymore in your house? You got a zillion kids running around. Did anyone go out and play a turkey bowl like we used to? Um, I think my boys will, uh, they play a lot of ball outside of Thanksgiving in terms of just yeah. street football and park football. So uh, that was the uh, best knowing, knowing, uh, Mikey meatballs, it won't be uh football tomorrow. It'll be hockey or something like that. Is that they'll be right? Playing a little hockey. Yeah. They'll be playing a little roller hockey, uh, up at the courts. So, uh, yeah. I could see that. That's they do that all the time now. I could see meatballs just setting up a bench press in the middle of the street, <laughs> and asking the cars to go around it all day. Well, although a, Cons has been asking us for, uh, oh yeah, yeah, our trying to get Joey the, tur- the turkey bowl, the turkey bowl back. We haven't done it in a long time. Fifty I think, plus years old. I think I, run around. I think I couldn't walk like the last time we did this, like That's ten years true. ago. I couldn't I walk. Could never. These guys talk about wanting to play basketball, Mikey meatballs, and speak. I was like, I'm just gonna die, Paulie kid. I still have not forgotten about three years ago. <laughs> it's it's tough it to get back on the court after that you know i mean what what do you do when you you, you can't breathe it's not, not I, a good I know. thing you know you know the kid we beat his last name was pavlik sound is that right yeah how did you know is that right? <laughs> he know told that. us it was pavlik yeah. oh, okay all right i Shout remember i gave him. him your name we exchanged names I got you. I got you. That's a good, that's a good trade. Uh, All right. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. That'll do it for another episode of against all odds for spaghetti and meatballs and baby face, Joel Solomon and the degenerate trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.